And now the preschool Kids Connect can come to, the, come to the side and the rest are going back to their families. And as they do, I invite you to stand as you are able as we come to God's word. And our scripture for this entire month, we're focusing on the same passage. It's a letter from the Apostle Paul. Now this was written 2,000 years ago to a church like ours. This one was in Philippi, so it's to the Philippians. And as you hear this, um, you may have one of your favorite hymns or a favorite song that you hear sung by our worship band. Maybe for you, your most cherished one is something like Amazing Grace or Jesus Loves Me. Or maybe it's a, What a Friend We Have in Jesus or something different. You know, in this passage, it gets lost in translation, but they actually think this is the oldest hymn that we have on record about Jesus. So when people were hearing this letter, it gets to a point and they're like, whoa, 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 this is like Jesus loves me. Oh, this is like our version of amazing grace. They're hearing those words and they're like, wow. It just it, it gives special emphasis. And so I, I'd love for you to hear this and also to know that as he's speaking to some people who are struggling, who need things like comfort, and consolation, that he's also saying this to you as well today. So it's from Philippians chapter 2, starting with verse 1. Paul writes, If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father." This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So have any of you ever been a plus one for someone who was invited to a special event? Anyone ever done that? You've been there. Yes, you're nodding because some of you are like, that was awkward. Right? Because sometimes it's really fun and it it turns out to be, but whether it was a wedding or another special event, being the plus one means, well, you weren't the guest of honor. There was someone else that was invited that they're like, we really want so-and-so to be here and we like them so much, we're going to add that plus one for them. And if you're invited with them, then it becomes, you get to that receiving line. You know what I'm talking about, right? You get to the part in the wedding where, you, where they're hugging your date and you're like, 
Hi. Good to meet you. Beautiful dress. Awkward, right? Not perfect. Guess what? For the last year and a half, I have been a plus one. In fact, I was one last night for Kayla. Um, Here she was. We went to the UND game, watched them just stomp the competition. Um, But I want to show you this because she was honored as the 2019 North Dakota Teacher of the Year. And so during the game, they they showed her, we clapped for her. Um, But look at what she put. And I did not put her up to this. Let's put a close-up of this. Cutest plus one ever. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes you just got to live into that role. <laughs> Maybe you're not the cutest plus one ever. Because sometimes when you're there, like when they got to the, to the, to the part where she stood and everyone in the thing clapped and I was clapping, she was doing her good, beautiful wave, I was right next to her like this with the camera on me. Awkward, right? It's cool. You're, next, you're standing next to the person of honor, and it's such a beautiful thing. And to be the plus one is such a gift. And yet, it's almost like, are, are you stepped down? Are you, you're, you're part of it. Um, there's honor in it. So being the plus one is a gift, right? And yet, it's an awkward one. Well, what if, what if God is, is saying something in the middle of this? Because we have these situations, and I don't think they're just those moments where we're an additional guest with the guest of honor. No, I think the plus one happens a lot in our ordinary lives. When we're rushing to get to work. When we're at home and we're, we're, we're bustling, we're trying to get the kids ready, and we're, we're doing all kinds of things, and it's so easy to focus on just the everyday, ordinary lives. But what if God has a truly a plus one in store for us today? So this happened just a few years ago in Washington, D.C., in the subway. People were doing what we don't do in Fargo. They have a subway. They don't have cars. And they were, they were going down to just get to work and go on to their next place. And as happens in a lot of the big subways, a musician came down and had a hat on, had an old violin, and just started playing. And people, as they were rushing around, they just threw some change in. Um, A couple stopped out of the hundreds of people. Most just maybe glanced by and left. They had to get to the next place in their lives. What they didn't know is that violinist, well, it was this guy. His name's Joshua Bell. He is one of the world-renowned violinists. People pay hundreds of dollars to see any of his concerts. And look at him. He's, he's playing, and that day he was playing what many consider the most amazing, incredible violin soul that can be played by Bach. They were given the gift of something extraordinary, something so unique and amazing and priceless. And not only was the music priceless, he was playing it on one of, remember that old violin I said? Oh, that old violin happens to be a Stradivarius, hundreds of years old, worth $3.5 million. And there he was, playing the most amazing music. And most people missed it. 
For the 45 minutes he played, he, he collected a, a little over $50 in change. And this, he picked up his violin and left. Most never knew that it happened. I'm captured by this. What if God is showing up every day in our ordinary lives, and as we're rushing to the next thing, we're missing him? And if you're not into violence, that's okay. If you're like Joshua Bell, eh, okay. Um, Jimmy Fallon does this on The Tonight Show a lot. He'll come down with kind of celebrities, and they kind of pop into the subway, they play, and then they take off their, their disguises like this. This one is amazing, so I'll just show you a couple. Look, he's pulling off his mustache and beard. And who's with him? You too is. Yeah, Bono, look at that dude. And The Edge, you know you're cool when your name is The Edge, right? Amazing. So he's had you too, and the next one he's had, look, we can keep playing these. Here's another one where he's just pulled it off. People are in their everyday lives, and here he is with Christina Aguilera. Just showing up. Look at her. Ah, in her everyday life, what? Okay, let's see the next. Look at this. I, I think some of you may be impressed. I'm not, but it's Maroon 5. Adam Levine, ooh. Some of you are like, ooh. But isn't that amazing? And then lastly, I, I don't know why anyone would be excited about this, but Miley Cyrus is with him. Okay, that's great. But look at this. Here they are in their normal everyday lives. They're just trying to get to the next thing, and something magical happens. For some people, you 2 is it. For others, it's Miley Cyrus. For others, it's Christina Aguilera. Or for others, they were just like, I saw Jimmy Fallon. He was right there next to me in person in my everyday life. What if God is also showing up all the time and we don't even recognize him? I think today he has an invitation for us, for you. He's waiting. He's popping by all the time. And I wonder if we're seeing through, through our busy lives to see what he has in store with that invitation. So I want you to see the scripture again today. I, I think it's really powerful and it could be freeing because it's so easy. It's so easy, I think, to have our everyday lives beat us down. To make us feel like, well, maybe we're, we're not the important one. That maybe we're, we know someone that it seems like God blesses them or someone else has a really successful life or someone else has some, something that we really look up to, but we're just... We're just the plus one. What does Jesus model for us? And what does that have in store for our lives today? What is this plus one in our ordinary lives? Let's look at this. So here's Jesus, and, and he says, So Jesus, this is, this is what I want you to model yourselves after in your ordinary, crazy, busy lives where you need to know someone's with you. You need to know that there's an invitation. It says, here he is. He was in the form of God. He was in the highest level. He's the guest of honor. And he did not regard equality with God, though, as something to be exploited. So here's the Son of God. He could have had all the kings bow down before him. He could have had all the riches. After all, he's the one who gives them all, right? He could have done anything. And yet he chose to take on 
human form. Let's go on from there. And being found in human form, we'll go to verse 8. This is what he does. So he's a guest of honor. He could sit on the throne. He could do it all. And instead he what? He, he humbles himself. And he becomes obedient. Even to the point of death. Even death in the most horrific way that you can imagine on a cross. Why would you do that? He could have it all. He's the guest of honor. The invitation is there already. He's got it all. Why would he do that? I have one word and one word only that would make him do this. It's love. It's because he loves you so much. It's because he loves me so much. It's because he loves the world so much that this, this one who God treasures over everyone, he says, guess what? I'm going to do something much different. You know what he does? Here it is. Jesus, in effect, becomes the plus one. He says, you know, I I could have everything. I am the one that God treasures over everything. But because of that, he says, I know others are struggling, and maybe you are today. Maybe for you, life has just had a way of knocking you down right now, where you don't feel special, where you don't feel like, like, like the guest of honor in any way. Maybe the job's not going the way you need it. Maybe the marriage is just in shambles right now. Maybe for you it's something different. It's something health-wise or something that's making you afraid or there's guilt. Whatever that is, it's awfully easy to say, I'm just, I'm just a plus one trying to live. So I'm just going to do my thing. I'm just going to move on to the next. But then I think of other people who thought they were lesser. People like, well, like, Moses. You know, Moses, you, you've probably heard of him if you were ever in Sunday school or something. Moses, he, he actually was, this is crazy, he was in Egypt and he, he was actually a prince. And he thought, you know what, everything is going well. And then he, he learned that he was actually one of God's people who were slaves. And because of this, he started to get empathy. And he, started, he could have stayed as a prince, but he saw something and he saw this really horrible thing going on. And because of that, he kills the Egyptian that's beating one of his own people. And because of that, he goes into exile. He runs away from Egypt. And, and I'm captured by this. In exile, he's feeling like this plus one. He had it all. And he lost it. But now, for decades, he's been traveling this path. I just have this image that he's going and he's taking care of his sheep and he'd go out in the morning and then he'd go down, hey, am I getting too close or am I waking people up? Okay, good. And he's traveling the same thing. And day after day, night after night, taking the same path until one day. One day he's traveling and I I just have this image of him traveling the same path and he's just kind of going on until he sees this bush. Now, was this bush here for the years that he'd been on the same path? Because this time, this time it's burning. There's this fire coming out of it, but it's not getting consumed. And Moses looks at it, and remember, this is the same path he's been traveling back and forth, back and forth. And now he hears a voice. He says, who, who are you? And the voice says, I am. 
It's God showing up. And he says, this is holy ground. Take off your shoes. And he has to take off his shoes. The same path that he's never thought would ever be holy. This ordinary path of his everyday life for day after day, for month after month. It was like it was a subway. And then God shows up and he is never the same. He's transformed. Moses goes back, and I'm sure it was a scary, scary thing, but because God said, I want you to know in your ordinary life that I am with you, Moses changed from a plus one to a guest of honor for God. But a guest that has the same mind as Jesus, even though. Oh, Jesus wouldn't come for hundreds of years. He served. He was obedient. What if God is saying the same thing to us? He's showing up in our everyday lives, in our subways. He's showing up. He's coming right on, this is crazy, on 40th Avenue. He's showing up right on I-29. He's showing up on 94. He's showing up in our schools. He's showing up even in your homes and he's ready to say, you're the guest of honor. You are the one. You're the one. And he knows you by name. He loves you. And what he wants you to know that our God is with you. And because of that, because of what Jesus did, now we get to share that with others. Because there's others in your lives that need this, right? People that are struggling. People that are feeling like they're not special. They're not important. So now today we get to make an impact. We get to others to help them realize they're not just a plus one. But now we get to do this. Because guess what? If one person just did this, you, you can probably make an impact, right? Right? But what if 200 people each find someone that feels like a plus one and walks alongside them that does something? Remember that Stradivarius? Priceless, right? What if today you hear something that could change your life? Here it is. You're more priceless than any Stradivarius. You you with your unique voice, you with your unique gifts, you with your unique perspective. Yes, you're flawed and beautiful. And now with that priceless gift, you can go out and help others realize just how amazingly unique they are too. That they're the guest of honor in your life. And you could do something crazy and awkward and priceless. Today you could reach out to someone, someone that really needs it. Today, you could do something even more awkward. Maybe there's someone in your life that did something really, really poor. Here's the awkward thing. You could forgive them, even though they don't deserve it. How priceless would that be? Today, you can be of the same mind as Jesus to walk along your path and help others see God. And I know we can do more together. It's plus one, and then plus one, and plus one. We can help others know they're unique and special and amazing. And in a, in a, a few weeks, we are going to do this harvest pack. And here are the bags, actually, that fill with food. These are the bags that will actually put stuff in. And last year, we, made, we packed 28,000 meals in just a couple hours. 
And so today, I want you to think about this. Today, we're going to hand you, each of you, as you go out, one of these bags. It's empty. But what if we could fill it? Can we make an impact? What if, what if you could put it somewhere where, like, you put your spare change um, when you walk in the door? And instead of putting it in that, you know, that, that little container, you, you throw it in here. What if, what if you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to the grocery store, I had this in the car, and I, I picked up the groceries, and now I'm going to do the plus one. I, I need someone else, someone else I may never recognize that feels slow, that can't even have food. I'm going to give them a, I'm going to throw in a couple dollars here when I do that grocery run or when I go to Starbucks. And if you go to Starbucks, do a plus one and send one to your pastor too. All right, don't, don't, please. But each time we're doing something that we're being reminded that we have a priceless gift. Us. And we together can do more than we can apart. And it comes back to helping others see that God's right there with them in their ordinary lives and loves them too. So we're going to fill this. We're going to fill the world with God's love. Bring these back by the end of this month. We're going to make such an impact, not only here in Fargo, but in the world. We're going to do this together. God's going to do it through us. Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you for people that don't always have it together that don't always feel like we're the most special or unique person. Sometimes we're just the plus one, it feels like. But God, I know you see something so different in us. That you sent Jesus, the one that's valued above any other. And by what he did and showed on that cross, it, it changes everything. It shows just how much he loves each one of us. So God, help us to go out from here. Help us to fill this world Help us to make an impact with your love. We're flawed. We're imperfect. We need your grace. And we know others do too. So pick us up when we fall, please. Forgive us when we fail you. Help us to know that that's not what this is about. This is all about your grace. It's all about your love. It's all about that priceless gift you gave in your son, Jesus. And all God's people said, Amen.